This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. Let the church say amen. Being so grateful. Amen. Let's give our songsters and our young ladies and young men, amen, musicians, God bless you. We're thankful for you all. We're grateful for you all. Grateful for you all, all right? Amen. So we give God honor today, and we're thankful. Amen. Amen. Well, how good is God? And how long is he good? And he's good right now. Amen. 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 I think I covered everything I needed to cover, except the message. Amen. Open your Bibles, if you will, to... Psalm 107, Psalm 107, amen, Psalms 107. If when you found it, if you would stand to your feet, certainly we would appreciate this reverencing the word of God, amen. Now, I'm going to talk this whole psalm, but I'm not going to read every verse, amen. What I will do is read the first seven verses, and then we'll teach through and work our way, weave through the other verses that come. Verse 1 says, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemer of the Lord say so, who has redeemed from the hand, amen, of the enemy and gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west from the north and from the south they wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way they found no city to dwell in hunger and thirst their soul fainted in them then they cried unto the lord in their trouble and he delivered them out of their distress and he led them forth by the right hand by right way that they might go to a city of habitation. These seven verses, along with the others that I didn't read in this chapter, amen, we ask God to bless, amen, in such a mighty way. You may be seated, amen. I want to talk to you briefly today, amen, from this thought. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Amen. Look at somebody and say, oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Amen. My brothers and sisters, you know, we've been celebrating Thanksgiving. Amen. And, you know, I was just listening to all of the announcement and things that's on the television, commercials, and all of that. They talked about Christmas more than they did Thanksgiving. I almost thought it was closer to being Christmas on Thanksgiving Day. Amen. Amen. But to be thankful is to show gratitude. To be thankful, amen, is to show, amen, respect, 
To be thankful is to show acknowledgement of who, what, when, where, and how. This text today, is a, it, it is a very, very intriguing text to me because, number one, amen, it says here, oh, give thanks. Now, there are, there are about six little, little nugget chapters, or shall I say, verses in this text, and I'll give each one of them to you. Amen. Verse 1 through 7 is going to give us the first one. If you notice, and I'll and I point this out for you right quick. If you notice verse 1, it starts with O, just the letter O. You see that? Verse 8, it starts with O, but it's O-A, O-H, right? The verse 15, it starts with O, letter O-H. Verse 21, O H. Verse 31. O H. Got it? Those are the areas I'm going in. I'm going to deal with every last one of these O's. Okay? And these are not ouch O's. Okay? These are attention getters. Amen. I want you to get that. So I'm going to walk through this. The first O is. Oh, give thanks. That simply suggests with everything in you, everything that you can give, give to the Lord. It is important because, let me share this with you, whenever anything matures to its highest of height and to its deepest of depth, it will, it will begin to give. Did you miss me? Whenever you are at your best, or whatever it is that you are at your best, you're in the mode of giving. And guess what? And it will not be grudgingly. I'm not talking about just money. I'm talking about anything. When you are blessed, and, and, and I'm sure it has happened to many of us in here, somebody has walked up to you and said, I like that tie. Now, don't say that today because you ain't getting it. <laughs> but, but, but many times I have pulled my tie off and gave it to the person who said they liked it. I'm sure you've done the same thing with other things as well as the tie, suit, shirt, whatever the case may be. Because you want the person to be as happy as you are. Amen. Amen. So, so this O is, is, is you might want to say, is the big daddy, the big, 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 big man. You know, or, 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 or the big, 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 big dog, if you want to say it like that. But in other words, it is capital. It is the best of the best. Amen. So we got that. that in, in verse 1, it says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Now, what is happening is the book of Psalm is always about God and man. Did you hear me? It's always about God and man. And many times they may say God and his people. Hello. 
It is not about things and stuff. It's about God and his creation. God did not, God did not create no, nothing else that was in his image and in his likeness but man. So look at it. He said, let the redeemer of the Lord say so. That deals with salvation. That deals with deliverance. Amen. But even at that, look what happened here. And I want you to look at this real close. Amen. When it said in verse five, I mean three, and gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south. That means that that even though it was the people of God, but they were all over the place. They were so divided. They were so frustrated. They were so wild. They had nothing in their sight that they had, amen, made themselves to desire with all of their heart. And so he says here in verse 4, look what they said it is. They wander in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. They was homeless. Hello, somebody. But yet and still, watch this. No matter how bad, how wild they were, verse 6 can't, comes into play. Hello. And I don't know why it seemed to be like this with me when I read, but verse 6, the number 6 deals with man. Hello. But look at number 6 in this verse. It says, then they what? Cried unto the Lord in their troubles, and he did what? Delivered them out of their what? Distress. So I want you to know, quit giving up on people. Hello, somebody. I don't care how bad, how, because I, I guarantee you, it's only two kind of people in the world anyway, and that's the caught and the uncaught. Hello, hello. That's, I think I told y'all that one time before. It's only two, two, two kind, two kind, two kind. Now you, 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 you. I, I know how well you can sing. I know how well you can preach. I know how well you can play. I know how well you can usher, and how you can do what you do in the church. But, but there's something wrong with everybody in here. Okay. Now you can say what you want to say. Amen. There is something wrong with everybody in here. And the Bible says it like this. If you say you have no sin, you lie. So that means something is wrong with everybody in here. The problem is that we know everybody else, but we don't want nobody to know. I don't care how strong you are. There's some weaknesses somewhere. Hello, and, and we do a good job of covering them up. But I want you to know, everybody in here need to cry because this is the deal. When it says in verse 6, it said, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he did what? Delivered them out of their distress. And now watch this. The difference is this. When you own your stuff, did you hear me? If you own your stuff, because this is what happened. They recognized that they had been all over the place. They were hungry. They were thirsty. They were homeless. They were all those things. And the Bible said, and they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. And watch this. Verse 7 says, and he led them forth by what? The right way that they might go to a city of habitation 
When you call on the Lord, he will change things. If you believe it in your heart, if you trust him, amen, if you're really, really, really serious about when you call on him. Because one thing that I learned, and I learned this not because uh, I've, I've been here, been like that, but what I did learn, I learned it from a mother, amen, that a mother know the cries of her baby. She knows. She can tell when the, when the baby is uncomfortable because the diaper needs to be changed. She can tell the, the, by the cry. When he's hungry, come on, talk to me, somebody. And I'm simply saying to you that God knows how to respond to us based on how we cry to him. And he'll come to what? Look, look, look what the Bible says. And he led them, amen, forth by the right way that they may go to a city of habitation. In other words, they cried about a, a, a condition that they were in. God heard their cry and delivered them, amen, from their distresses and led them by the way of right. He'll do it. That's the first one. Well, let's move to verse 8, amen. Verse 8, amen, through, through verse 14, it said, Oh, that man would praise the Lord. For his goodness and for his wonderful work to the children of men. For he satisfied the longing soul, filleth the hunger soul with goodness. In other words, he was satisfied, he was happy with all of the world stuff. But he didn't have a connection with God. He lost his connection with God. So this is what he says here. He said, because when you got a connection with God, it won't be a problem for you to praise him. It wouldn't take LV and it wouldn't take Mother Jason to hit certain notes to make you pat your hand. Come on, talk to me. Amen. It wouldn't take a certain preacher to preach in order for you, amen, to give God some, amen, fruit from your lips of praise. Amen. So this is what he's simply saying. Amen. You can have a whole lot of stuff, but if you don't have Jesus, you don't have anything. So this, this, second, this, this, this second O, amen, says that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful work to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul and filleth the hunger soul with goodness. Now, he's dealing with the inner you. Because what the problem is, we try to serve God with the outer us. But who you really are is on the inside. And I, 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 I got a cold, but I still know what I'm talking about. Amen. I want you to get this. I want you to get this. This is about your soul. Look what the Bible says. What does it profit a man if he would gain the whole world and then lose his soul? Let me, tell, let me explain that. Let's go back to Genesis. The Bible says that after God had formed man, hello, somebody, after God had shaped man, because he had already agreed with the Son and the Holy Spirit when he said, let us make man. How are we going to make him? We're going to make him in our image, and we're going to make him in our likeness. And the Bible declared that when God did the forming, amen, from the dust of the earth, then God blew into the nostril of man, and then he became what? 
Well, watch this now. I want you to know. The outer man was already created. You catch him in that. He was already formed, right? But he couldn't do nothing because they, he didn't have nothing on the inside. Until God himself blew into his nostril. Amen. Only then did the man become a living soul. That, what, what does it mean to be in the image and the likeness of God? We know God, God, G-O-D, is not a name. G-O-D is a title. But it encompasses God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They three make one. So when God, amen, blew into his nostril, he, 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 he blew some fatherhood in him. He, he, he blew some sonship in him. And he blew some power in him. Amen. And that's the part, amen, the outer man came with an expiration date. But the inner man, the, he's eternally. He can't die. Come on, talk to me. So that's why the scripture said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Can I do this right quick? When you lay people across him, look what y'all say. I'm going to view the remains. That simply suggests you're simply saying something left, but this is still here. And what left is the soul of a man or the individual. You, you, this, we are in this house just for a little while. Hello, somebody. That's why the Bible says flesh and blood will not, cannot, will not, amen, uh, enter into the kingdom of heaven. You know what? We got to pull off mortality and put on immortality, pull off corruption and put on incorruption. We must pull off what we see because the God side of us is on the inside. So this is what he said right here. He said in verse 9, he said, for he satisfies the longing soul. See, you can't feed your soul popcorn. Well, let me help you out. You, your soul don't eat turkey. Your soul can only eat the word of God. Amen. That's all it can eat. So if, 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 if you feed your soul and starve your flesh, y'all going to help me in a minute. Amen. Because we, we keep eating all the fleshless stuff. Amen. But how many times do we overeat with the word? So he says, yeah, he said, for he satisfied the longing soul. And let me tell you something. The only thing, every last one of us were created, we were born with an emptiness in us that only Jesus can fit in. Hello, somebody. All right, so, so he said, such, verse 10, such as sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, being bound in affliction and, and iron. That's simply, if it ain't one thing, the Bible says man that is born of a woman, watch this now, man that is born of a woman is just for but a what? Few days, no days of what? Filled with trouble. But that's what? Jesus came. In the 10th chapter of St. John, he said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it what? More abundantly. He simply said, amen, the joy that I have, the world can't give to you. 
Amen. The peace that I have, the world can't give it to you. He said, but I have a peace that surpasses all of your understanding. Because you think that when you got all your bills paid, that's the peace. You think when you got four or five cars, that's the peace. When you think when you got a, 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 a home here in Georgia and a vacation home in Florida, that's the peace. I want you to know you can have everything. The Bible said, but what would it profit you if you have all of those things and you can't even live in them? So he said, your soul is the most important place. So this is it. In verse, verse, verse 10, says, such as sit in the darkness and in the shadow of death, being bound by the affliction of iron. Because what? They rebel against the words of God and continue to uh, the counsel of the Most High. If you stay with God, I don't care. See, the race ain't given to the smith, swift nor the strong, but those who can just hang on in there. Those who can put up with all kind of mess and take all kind of problems around you. And you can deal with whatever it is because your focus is not on just you. Your focus is on your eternal home because this world is not our home. Amen. And this is why we act like we act because we think when somebody's one foot over on your little piece of property. You're going to spend thousands of dollars. Quit speaking to them because they're over on what you said, your property. Guess what? They, Joe, you didn't read Job. Job said, I brought nothing here, and I'm going to take, take nothing out of here. Hello, somebody. Here you are mad with your neighbor. Put up a fence and then put a beware of dog sign up in there. Go buy you a canine or whatever you want. You don't want them even on God's property. You need to read Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Let me look at verse 15. Verse 15. It said, oh, that men will praise the Lord with his goodness and for his wonderful work to the children of men. Then verse 16, for he had broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron asunder. In other words, he only said, verse 17, fools because of their transgression, transgression and because of their iniquity are afflicted. He said, they're in the church, but they're still acting the fool. Their name is on the road, but they're still acting the fool. They might even be a tither, but they're still acting the fool. Amen. But, but, but look at what it says. But God sees everything. God knows everything. God, amen, knows what you're thinking before you know what you're going to think. And that's how powerful he is. So here it is in verse 18. It says, their soul and harvest the manna of meat and they draw near unto the gates of death. In other words, they get pleasure out of all kind of sin. They rather sin, amen, than to send God some praises. And so this is what he says to them. But then in verse 19, here it is again. Then they cry. This what you, I, didn't, I didn't tell you this one in over there in verse 8 to uh, uh, yeah, yeah, verse 8 through 14. But I want you to see it here. In each one, in verse 13, then they cried. You're going to see then they cried in every section that I've already selected. Okay? All right. So here it is in verse 15 
amen, as we deal with this, he says, oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful work, amen, of children of pray. Out of all of the situation, out of all the circumstances, the Bible said in verse 19, they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distress. In, the, in, the, in, the, in the, how many times have you made God a promise that you didn't keep? How many times tell God, get me out of this? You won't have to get me out of it no more. Maybe we ought to quit saying that, but look here. His mercy is everlasting. And that's what we got to understand because if you check it out, amen, in verse 1, this is what it says. It said, for he is good for his mercy endure forever. I'm glad that God doesn't run out of mercy. I'm glad that the Bible declared that, amen, he renews his mercy every single day. Why? Because he knows we need mercy. Mercy suits all of our case because, amen, you, you may promise yourself, and they did there in the seventh chapter of the book of Romans, he said, what I would, when I would do good. He said, amen, the evil and trouble were there. What I said I wasn't going to do, I find myself doing it. And the thing that I say I'm going to do, I neglect, amen, and walk and turn my back on them. Well, but one thing about it, if you cry unto the Lord, this is what he said in verse 19, Amen. He said, then they cried unto the Lord in their troubles, and he saved them out of their distress. I want you to know sin can't take you so deep that grace can't still reach you. I want you to know the grace of God is sufficient, amen, for whatever may be going on in your life. Don't count me out. God ain't through with me yet. Amen. When he gets through with me, amen, I'll come forth like pure gold. I may not come the day when you call me. I may not come in the time frame that you want me to. I may not do nothing that will please you. But I know one thing. God got an all-powerful voice. That when he called and when he talked, he said that the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Let me move on. Verse 21, it says, oh, that men will praise the Lord for the goodness and for his wonderful work to the children of men. The Bible said this, they go down, verse 23, amen, to the sea and the ship. Now, he's talking to the sailors now. He's talking to the fishermen that go out deep, amen, deep sea fishing, stay out over the ocean, stay out over the sea, amen, away from their family and away from their home. They go out to make a living way out yonder where storms be raging. Come on, talk to me, somebody. But they have to hang on in there. They have to put up with the lightning and flashing and all those things. But look what he said, amen, they still, amen, had a prayer life. In verse 20, 28, it said, then they cried. Lightning was flashing, but they called on the Lord. Thunder was roaring, but they called on the Lord. I want you to know there is nothing too hard for our God. And so this is what you got to get. I'm going to get you all out of here. And then here I go again with the next one in verse 31. It said, oh, men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for the wonderful work to the children of men. Let them exalt him, amen, also in the congregation of people. Now, well, I want you to understand that when we look at verse 31 through verse, amen, 43, you will discover that there is a twist in between the two. What you're going to find, you're going to find the rich going to be on one side. Then you're going to see the poor on the other side. And this is what he's saying. He's saying to the rich, if you don't act right, I'll bless your substance to the poor. 
He's saying to the poor, if you do act right, amen, I will build you houses. I will build you fruit. I'll bless you. I'll give you the desires of your heart. But because of the mere fact in verse 31, it says, oh, men would praise the Lord for his goodness, for his wonders, for work, amen, to the children of men. Then he said, let them exalt. Y'all going to help me in a minute. Let them exalt him also in the congregation of the people. Praise him in this assembly of the elder. He said, he turned his rivers into wilderness and the water springs into dry ground. That's the people who got their pride so lifted up, they better than everybody else. They're looking down their nose at some people because they're saying, you know, I worked and I got mine. You need to go to work and get yours. I want you to know you can't work hard enough for God. Amen. You can't live good enough for God to bless you like you've been blessed. It's only come through his mercy, his grace, his love. Amen. And who God is. So look what he says here. And I'm leaving y'all because we just, we just got to give him thanks. What are you going to thank him for? You're going to thank him for early this morning. Amen. When the angels were watching over you all night long, you're going to thank him because you got more than one pair of shoes to put on your feet. You got so many pairs of shoes and socks and sometimes you get them mixed up. You ain't careful. You look down, you have on one shoe from one pair and another shoe from the other pair. I want you to know God, amen, will run your cup over. That's what David said, amen, that the Lord will bless you going out. He'll bless you coming in. Oh, Mount Pleasant, let's give God thanks today. It does not matter what we don't have, but we do have a praise. And let me tell you, you know and I know that when praises go up, God's blessing will come down. So the redeemer of the Lord ought to say so. And if God has ever done anything for you, you ought to be able to tell him, say, thank you for watching over me last night. You ought to tell him, say, thank you, Lord, for putting, amen, food on my table. You ought to tell God, thank you. I'm going to thank you with my hands. I'm going to thank you with my feet. I'm going to thank you with the fruit of my lips. I'm going to thank you by letting the world know that I love the Lord. He heard my cry and appeared my every groan. I long as I live and his trouble, my trouble may rise. I'm going to haste unto his throne. So the redeemed ought to have something to say to his neighbor. You ought to be able to tell your neighbor, amen, the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth to all generations. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I love the Lord. He heard my little cry. He put running back in my feet and some clapping he put in my hand. I made up in my mind that can't nobody do me like Jesus. I wish I had two or three people. Amen. If you were two or three, I'd make four or five. Because I found out that Jesus is the Son of God. And he died on yonder cross. They put him in a barbary tomb. But oh, one morning, he got up with all power, entrusting in his hand. Oh, help me lift up Jesus. Where well, I heard him say, if I be lifted up from this earth, I'll draw all men unto me tonight. If I be lifted up, 
Beyond your mountain, uh, lightning might flash, uh, and thunder may begin to roll, uh, but I got my mind stayed on Jesus. Ain't it all right tonight? Uh, do anybody really know him? Has uh, anybody ever really tried him? Uh, help me call his name. Uh, what is his name? Uh, what is his name? Uh, He's bread when you're hungry, water when you're thirsty. He's a battle axe in time of a battle. Ain't God all right? If you really gonna praise him, you ought to get real good about it. You ought to move like a black woman. Put your hands on your hip and tell your enemy, can't nobody do me like Jesus. He got all power. He got up once in the morning and told me to tell you, if you really want to be thankful, you ought to love the Lord with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your spirit. Won't he do it? Won't he bring you out? Won't he heal you? Won't he deliver? Grandmama said, he's a doctor, never lost a patient. He's a lawyer, never lost a client. And you're all right. Can anybody say yes? Say yes. Say yes. That's all I got to tell you today. Oh, give thanks. Oh, give thanks. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Givelify. For Givelify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melton Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Melton Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.